A few weeks ago, a group of school children and two teachers were stuck in a cable car in between two tall mountains with a deep valley beneath it. This was in the country of Pakistan. And before I go further into the story, I want to say this up front. This story has a very happy ending. You're listening to the Kids Podcast channel called What's New Today. This is your host Sangeeta from India. And to talk about this new story and more about what life is like for school children in different parts of the world, not just the usual urban towns that we're all used to, I am joined by... My name is Tunjun Pila. I am from class 8. I studied in Cherish High Academy. I'm from Singapore, Nagaland, India. Hi, welcome to this podcast. I'm very excited to speak to you. But let me first get your name correct. Uh, Timjan Thila, am I right? Yes. Wow, I'm glad I got it right. But I should t- tell all our listeners that I've been practicing her name a little bit before we started the recording. So yeah, a lot of the credit goes to the number of times she has tried to correct me and get me to say the name right. Uh, so, Temjan Thila, tell me, uh, what are your interests? Do you like sports? We know that a lot of children in the northeastern India love sports. Are you one of them? Yes, but I'm not very good at it. Yeah, that's alright. Uh, but what sports do you play? Uh, football, volleyball, sometimes badminton. Wonderful. So, do you have any other interests as well? I like painting, cooking, reading, and I like trying new things. You like trying new things? Yes. That's amazing. So I'm going to tell you a story now about what happened to a bunch of school children in Pakistan. This happened just a few weeks ago. A group of school children, about six of them and two of their teachers, they were getting ready to go to school. And uh, they had to travel from one village to another. Uh, These villages are in the northwestern part of Pakistan, which is a very mountainous region. So if they had to walk from their village to the nearby village where the school was located, it would take them about four to five hours. So the easier way out was to take a cable car, which would connect one mountain to another. But before I proceed with the story, Tenjum Tela, is this something you find common? Have you ever seen children travelling from one village to another via cable car? No, I have not. Never heard of it. So they rely on good old roads. So what happened when these children were um, in the cable car, one of the ropes that holds the cable car snapped. It got cut and it fell. But there was one more rope, so it was holding the cable car. But because one rope snapped, the cable car couldn't move ahead and reach the end. So the cable car was suspended midair. All of them now had to hold on to each other and you know stay secure inside so that they don't fall down. It's a pretty deep valley beneath them. And of course, when you're stuck there, uh, the first reaction, I guess, would be for them to scream for help and hope that somebody below in the valley or in some nearby mountains can hear you. And these are long distances, so, you know, the voices can even echo. So they did scream for help. 
obviously people were able to see that there's a cable car suspended midair you know from the na- neighboring villages within a brief while i think the military of pakistan stepped in and they tried to help them so they first sent a helicopter the helicopter went very close to the cable car and one army officer tried to suspend himself from a rope and you know he got down and he tried to rescue them it was very very tricky because at those high elevations pakistan has very very high mountains the wind speeds can be crazily high and they might they managed to take one school student he tied him up in a harness and he pulled him up into the helicopter but after that the wind speeds got really really high and this method of rescue was not going to work but they were trying to figure out how else to rescue them because nobody was able to fly to the cable car and rescue them and bring them back safely they had boarded this cable car in the morning to go to school but by it was well past midday or closer to evening and as of then only one child had been rescued and they hadn't carried any food or water to last them for such a long time so the children actually started feeling dizzy also because they are famished yeah they are famished so it was very very tricky and when the local villagers then stepped in what they did was they helped the military officers build a parallel line you know where the cable car was right next to it they built a separate line this rope cannot hold a cable car but uh, they were able to bring each person by zip line so they lifted each person from that cable car tied them around with a harness and they were brought down in a zip line so by nightfall all of the children and their teachers had been brought back very safely so yeah now they're safe and sound they were given lots of food oxygen because they had been at a, at an elevation for such a long time they felt that they may have been a little stressed for oxygen children are now fully safe and sound and so are the teachers i'm happy to report this at the end of this story uh, but one of my questions for you is i do know that uh, you've researched quite a bit about the modes of transport that children take around the world the unusual modes i'm referring to not the usual modes which yeah. amongst these modes did you find most inspiring I remember the story about some children in Kenya who had to cross forests to reach their school. They, I think, they also heard a lion roar, and they had to hide behind a bush. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The, some of these children have to brave through the wild forests and alongside wildlife. Although I don't think these animals usually hurt them. uh which other stories did you find inspiring uh the one where they were pushing the the one in the wheelchair oh yeah that was a very inspiring story there was um i think these kids live very far from their school maybe an hour or so and they have to walk and they actually take one of their friends or siblings i don't know who is wheelchair bound they want to take that child also to school so all of them how old do you think all these kids are um seven ten or eight nine maybe and they are pushing another child who is probably also the same age 
who's wheelchair bound and they're pushing the child through all kinds of terrain, right? I think your the road was not well and then there are even puddles. There were puddles, there were even rocks across streams and they pushed. And I think in the end, one of the wheels got stuck. Something um, like that happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that story was very fascinating. Yeah. But thankfully, then a bunch of other kids yes. came and they fixed that wheel. And together all, some eight or ten of them pushed the child's uh, wheelchair. And then finally, they all went to school. Wow. Every day going to school is, you know, involves all this effort. Uh, which other stories did you find inspiring? I remember the story about a child in Mexico who had to travel to a donkey to go to a, to, to reach his school on a donkey. It would be very hard, yes. I remember that uh, scene there were these big deserts and mountains that that child has to cross every morning to go to school. Uh, he yes. saddles up his donkey and I think he takes his kid sister also along on the back. Yeah, every day going to school involves uh, all of these incredible adventures. So wonderful. So for a lot of school children around the world, they have to brave much more than uh, homework and some strict teachers. There's a lot more that they have to brave on a daily basis to just get to school. Uh, very, very inspiring, right? Yes. Yes. You think you would do that too? If you had to? Yes. Yes? <laughs> what will you go back home and tell your parents today? One positive thing after this conversation. Uh, that we are so blessed that we do not have to go through all those. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That brings us to the next interesting part of this conversation. Quiz time. This is really a oh, quiz okay. for our listeners to see if they've been paying careful attention to everything that you and I have been speaking. So I'm going to ask you three questions based on what we just spoke. If you want to, you can also ask me three questions based on what we spoke. Would you like to ask me? Okay. Wonderful. Yes. Question one. How many children were there in the Cape of right? Uh, six children. Question two, which city do I live in? Uh, so you live in Dhimapur in Nagaland in India. The last and the final question is, were there any teachers in the cable car ride? That was stuck in Pakistan, right? Okay. Yeah, there were two teachers along with the six children who were stuck in the cable car. Thank you. Before we wrap up the conversation, here's my riddle. This is a bird and I'd like you to guess which bird I'm talking about. So this bird, when it beats its wings, you can hear the wing beat almost half a mile away. Its wing beat is so powerful. That's my first clue. There's a very famous festival in the state of Nagaland dedicated to this bird. Which bird am I talking about? Hornbill. The Hornbill, yes. Why is the Hornbill Festival so famous in Nagaland? What do you like so much about the festival? 
It is where many of the tribes of Nagaland go and perform the traditional dances, songs, and many other stuffs. It is where they show the traditional attires, the traditional way of living. Ah, wonderful! Before I wrap up this episode, is there any one episode on this podcast channel that you've heard that you've really liked and would like to recommend to other children? The podcast on the island effect. On the island effect. This seems so interesting. Yes, so the island effect is an episode about how animals that live on islands, uh, the small animals tend to become much bigger, and the big animals actually begin tend to become smaller. This includes uh, tortoises have become giants, not giant giant as in they don't become as big as an elephant, but uh, they become bigger than their their normal sizes. And elephants actually become smaller than their normal sizes on islands. Uh, if you'd like to listen to this episode, I'll leave a link to this in the show notes below. Uh, that's it from us. New episodes on What's New Today drop every Monday and Friday, and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening.